listeners, and welcome back to I Have No Filter. This is episode 15. First, I just want to thank you guys so much for listening to me, and I know I have not been too consistent, but everything's about to change. I am feeling so much more refreshed, and I'm feeling a lot more motivated, and I'm ready to kind of pour my heart out uh, onto this podcast, and I know I have been taking a step back for a little minute, but I just want to thank all my listeners so much because I have reached 500 downloads, which is pretty amazing. I know that's not much, but to me, that's awesome. Um, I need to, even to do that and not be, and just have my hands off of this podcast for so long. I just want to just thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to me rant and just go on about my inner thoughts and just, you know, stay tuned because I have so much more exciting things to talk about and I'm kind of taking this podcast in a new direction. So I hope you guys enjoy what I have in store for you. Um, man, it's been kind of crazy. Um, these last couple months, I had COVID uh, at the end of August, which was not fun at all. <laughs> Honestly, hated it every second of it. Uh, I hate being cooped up at home. I mean, I'm a homebody for sure, but I like to be a homebody knowing that I have the option to leave my house and to go do something. And because I did not have that option, I literally went insane. I <laughs> could not, I just could not do anything. And, um, I was quarantined in my room. So I had COVID. My parents had COVID. My brother was luckily enough that didn't contract COVID. So he was locked in his room, but he's a guy. He had his video games. He had a cooler. He, he was set. Um, it was just me. I, I was just going mentally insane. And then on top of that, I could not smell or taste anything for almost like two weeks. And I'm a foodie. I love food and when I eat, I love to enjoy my food. So just imagine like just not being a foodie and not being able to smell or taste your food. It was a very depressing time for me and I'm I'm using that very loosely, (laughs) but it was a very, very sad time for me. And I just, you know, that was a big struggle, but I'm back. I'm feeling 100% better. I am fully vaccinated. I got the Pfizer vaccine. I got my shot two weeks ago, my second dose two weeks ago. So I'm very excited about that. Um, it just, it was a personal choice, uh, after having COVID, it really, um, kind of put it into, put me into perspective of, man, do I want to go through this again? And, you know, these symptoms are no joke. Like you just feel really tired and you feel drained. And luckily I did not suffer from shortness of breath. Um, my mom did a little bit, but it was nothing to the point where we had to rush her to the hospital for her to get on a ventilator. Thank goodness. We were very thankful about that, but it is when you have COVID, it, it is very concerning when you do because you never know what symptoms you're going to have or what um, lingering effects you're going to have. And luckily, I have not had any uh, lingering af- uh, symptoms after I've had COVID. I've been pretty good um, with that. My mom does suffer from vertigo here and there. It's not too bad, but she does feel kind of imbalanced and a little dizzy. And it's a little bit concerning to us because um I'm so sorry that's my dog trying to get into my room uh uh, ignore that please um it's a little bit concerning to us because sometimes it can come at random times so it's mostly concerning when she's driving because we don't know when it's going to hit but she said so far every time she's in the car she's good it's just when she's you know home or standing up too quickly so whatever um but she's good everyone's fantastic phenomenal my parents actually got their first dose two weeks ago and they're 
about ready to get their second dose. So that's pretty exciting stuff. Um, last episode, I talked about me and this personal journey <laughs> that I said I was going to dive into. And this is it. This is the episode. This is where I'm going to talk about my abstinence journey. Oh, man. And what a journey it's been. I started this four months ago. Um, and the reason I started it is because I was in a very unfamiliar territory. Uh, I felt like I was losing myself when it came to relationships. I had just come out of a um, a relationship in what it ended in 2020. And I've spoken about my relationships in the past with other people on the podcast. Um, but the relationship ended in 2020 in COVID during um, quarantine. And I've been in a strange place since then. Uh, we've had our ups and downs, you know. And I kind of lost myself. I didn't really know who I was in that relationship. And coming out, it was a lot worse. And I kind of fell into this routine of trying to find meaning or a sense of love, I guess you can say, in guys that probably I shouldn't have been finding those feelings for. Um but I had to stop because I was feeling empty inside and I was feeling lonely and I was always questioning, my gosh, why am I getting ghosted? Why am I, you know, not the person that they, that I'm, you know, why am I not the person for them? Why is there always like a, you know, I always get the, oh my gosh, you're so great, but, oh, you're so cool, but man, your heart is so great and you'd make a great girlfriend, but. You know, I, I couldn't understand why I was getting all those excuses. So I had to stop blaming the guys and take a step back and start looking at myself. The hardest thing I ever had to do is take a step back, stand into the mirror, and seriously take the time to point out the issues that I was having internally. And those issues were, <laughs> I didn't feel good enough. I didn't feel worthy enough. I didn't feel wanted. And I didn't feel respected by guys anyway. And I really had to think, I'm like, okay, I can't expect someone to give me all those things if I don't have them for myself. If like, if I don't love myself, then why do I expect someone to love me? If I don't respect myself, why do I expect someone else to respect me? Um, so that, that was a hard, a hard moment for me and a very emotional moment. Honestly, I, I cried because, you know, I, I pride myself with, you know, when I tell people, oh, always respect others, respect yourself, love yourself. But I wasn't taking my own advice. And I think we all do it. I, th I think we all kind of we spew all this great advice to other people, but we fail to take that advice for ourselves. And that was my moment of sitting down and taking the advice I've been telling people for so long. And it really helped me. Uh, I said, OK, you know what? 
no more <laughs> no more sex no more masturbation no more anything um so I've been four months strong I I have been in a better place uh and during those four months this was kind of like my process so I, I'm really bad with keeping a journal like really really bad uh I tried to write in a book like I've bought i bought a book I bought a notepad or a notebook just so I can write and journal and that just never works my hand starts cramping up and I'm like oh my gosh I gotta write and I've like let me tell you when you've written as much as I have my whole life like I've written papers my whole life you don't want to write anything else <laughs> I'm just just done um so this podcast was the was supposed to be my outlet so that way I didn't have the right I could speak about it but there were a lot of personal um, things that I had to sort through and something that I, and a few things that I wasn't comfortable, um, just vocalizing as of yet. I'm still working through those, but I am, I am ready to talk about my journey and it's been a very enlightening, enlightening experience. Excuse me. Uh, I've learned that I have to speak my truth and I need to be honest and open with the people that I, command well I I would like to be respected by right so when it came to guys I was very uh passive and know there were certain things that I wouldn't say I would keep to myself or I would try and like drop hints you know here and there you know how we girls do it just drop hints and what whatnot but I had to realize that 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 wasn't going that's not working for me that hasn't worked it's not going to work I need to vocalize what I want how I would like to be respected how I like to be treated as a woman and I had to find that within myself. I had to know that I am worth it. I had to know that for myself. I had to get up every morning and say, you know what? You are so worth it. And how I got there was knowing how much love I can give and bring to the table and knowing how I wanted to be treated, how I wanted my, that love to be reciprocated to me. And that took a lot that took a lot for me to process is because I know how much love I can give, but how my biggest challenge and it still is, is how I would want someone to reciprocate that love to me. And, um, I think one of the things that I've really come, that's really come down to is actions. Um, you know, you can sit there and say a bunch of things and it could sound phenomenal. Uh, but if you're not showing me, then I'm not, I, I can't believe you. You're just telling me things to make me feel good. You know, it sounds good in my head, but you're not really showing me that you can do those things. And that was something that was lacking in my last relationship. Like, you know, it everything sounded great on paper, but there was no action behind it. And so that's something that I want to instill in my next relationship. And not just only in my relationship, my when I decide to get married and I've made a de- I've made a decision that I don't want to date just to date. You know, I just don't want to say, oh, yeah, I just want a boyfriend. No, no, no. I don't want to. I just don't want a boyfriend. I want a husband. Right. I want a family. I want a future. I want a life. So I've made a commitment to myself saying that the next guy that I date, I'm going to make sure that is my husband. Right. I I, I just I can't if I'm just saying, oh, yeah, I just want a boyfriend then I'm re- not really that's not really a goal. Okay, I have this boyfriend, now what? <laughs> you know, that's kind of like how I was thinking. Okay, I get into this, rela- uh, this relationship, I have the boyfriend, now what? I'm just with this guy for 
okay, let's clock it at three months. All right, I'm done. Moving on to the next one. I don't want to move like that. I, I want to move with a purpose. It's something that I was always taught as a child and something that I always tell people is when you're going to do something, when you're going to make a decision, make sure you have a purpose behind it. Don't just do it because you feel like it. Do it because there's a reason you're doing it and this is this is kind of the result you want at the end. If it doesn't get there, that's okay. Not everything's going to work out the way you think it is, but at least you have an idea in mind of, you know, you have a goal and you're trying to achieve that goal. And my goal is to be in a healthy relationship that is honestly that is always going to keep growing and to keep thriving and that's going to make me a better person and in turn I want to make that person that I'm with my partner a better person that that was my goal and I'm and I'm still on this journey and right now I'm still still off guys I haven't stepped into the dating scene again I live in Miami so I know that's really hard I've heard a lot of horror stories so I don't even know if I'm ready for that but I am definitely heading in that direction where I'm like okay all right, I think I can I think I can date again. So it's definitely been a process. Um, speaking of dating, I did turn 25. <laughs> Birthday was September 4th, so woohoo. Um, let me try that again. So I did turn 25. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, turned 25 on September 4th. So that's been kind of crazy too. Uh, everyone was like, oh my gosh, you're a quarter of a century. And I'm like, please don't say that because I feel old. <laughs> I really do. Every, every time I was like, oh my gosh, how does it feel to be a quarter of a century? I was like, I don't know. It feels like I'm getting older and my life is coming to, like I could see my life just, flashing before my eyes because it's like oh my gosh I'm 25 five in five years I'm going to be 30 where am I going to be in five you know it's kind of like that I, I'm I'm the type of person that's always thinking like steps ahead I'm planning for the future and um that has gotten me in trouble sometimes and really frustrated so I try not to do that as much but when you reach a certain age and this is for everyone like this is for everyone in their 20s and I'm sure everyone has gotten to this point and even when you you know were in your 20s when you reach a certain age in your 20s, it's like, holy shit, I'm almost 30. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> you know, when you're 19, when you're 18, it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm an adult. I'm legal, blah, blah, blah. And you're 19. You're in college. You're living great. You turn 20. Oh, one, you know, one year closer to being able to drink legally. You're 21. Life is good. Life is great. You're 22, 23, 24. And you hit 25. It's like, ooh. Okay, should I start thinking about marriage? Should I start thinking about kids? Am I in the you know the right career? Do I even like the job I'm in? Do I want to move states? And that's kind of my headspace right now, and that's why I'm very adamant about staying sticking to this journey, my abstinent journey, because I do want to live a purposeful life. I do want to live a fulfilled life, and I want to make sure I'm doing it at the right pace at the right time. And with the right person. I think that's very important. Life is so short and time is not always on our side. And when it is my time to leave this earth, I want to make sure that everything that I've done here 
was with a purpose and it wasn't something that I carelessly, I just, you know, I lived vicariously through someone else or I made decisions based off of someone else's, you know, lifestyle or, you know, I don't want to do that. I want to live the life that I think is best for me. And that's why I'm taking this journey very, very seriously because I do feel myself moving that direction. I do feel like this is such a great opportunity for me to you know, to make the right decisions that are best for me. And it's just, it's so hard to put into words how I'm feeling right now because I'm really fighting back tears um, because it has been very emotional for me. Excuse me. It's been a very emotional journey and there's a lot of um, scars I had to sort through and a lot of you know, emotional pain that I had to, you know, fight through and, and really take the time to cry myself to sleep sometimes. But knowing the next day when I wake up, I feel better. I'm a lot better person. I know that this is not who I want to be. This is not the person who I want to be. I want to be this person. So it's definitely given me a perspective. So I've, I've turned 25. I have this new perspective on life. I am trying to make better decisions. And, you know, I'm, I'm in my career now, which is great because not a lot of people can say, yeah, I'm in my career at 25. So I'm very grateful for that. And um, that's one thing I've really been focusing on, uh, not really been focusing on the whole my romantic romantic part of my life but more so the career part because I'm still learning new things about my job and I'm always you know there's always a challenge that's set in front of me and I'm and I'm I'm trying to accomplish it the best way I can so it's definitely been a lot for me to take in the last couple months but I, I I do feel a lot better I feel I'm gaining the confidence that I need and it's just been such a miraculous journey and I suggest for any woman and guy too to do this, take the time, step back away from the, your sexual desires and really find out who you are as a person, especially if you're feeling lost. If you, if you feel like you're just on a routine, like you're how I can explain it as like a treadmill, right? You hop on this treadmill, you set a certain speed and you're just going, you're just walking. And there's just no end in sight. And so that's how I was feeling before I started this journey. Like I was just going with the, with the flow, with the motions, with no plan, <laughs> no guidelines, no outline, no goal, no nothing. And so when I decided to take that step back, I started setting goals. I started setting guidelines, my standards, my boundaries, what I want to see myself accomplish in life, where I want to be. You know, this podcast was part of it. I let that go. You know, I started this at the end of 2020 and I let, I, I kind of let that dwindle because I was caught on the treadmill. Now I'm starting to get off of that. I'm starting a new journey. I'm walking down a new path and committing myself to this podcast is one of those goals that I'm starting to work on. And so now I'm putting purpose to my life. And I think that's very important for people who feel lost. Take the time to sit down and really think about where you see yourself down the road. I mean, I even got it down to how many kids I want to have. Like, this is how many kids I want. 
if I am blessed with more, then that is great. If I am blessed with one less than I want, then that's that's okay. But I want a family. I want the loving marriage, even if it takes me until God knows how long. I'd rather be in a loving relationship when I'm in my 50s than in a miserable one in my 20s, in my 30s, in my 40s. In my, you know, I, I want my kids to have a happy home. I want to build a happy home, just like my parents did for me and my brother, my brother and I. You know, I mean, my parents have their challenges. They have their arguments. They have their disagreements. They, you, you know, you have your issues in the marriage. But at the end of the day, you sit down as a team, you work it out, and you fight for what, you've, for what you love, and that's what I want. So anyone out there who is struggling to find themselves, who is caught on the treadmill of life, this is a message for you to get off that treadmill, to take a break, sit down, and really think about where you see yourself. Put yourself first. Start making your own decisions. Live by your own rules. As long as you're not hurting others in the process, it's very important to live the way you want to live because it's your life. No one else is going to live it for you. Stop living up to other people's expectations. Set your own expectations. If you don't like your job, find another one. Life is way too short to be caught on the treadmill of life. Just start living yours. And I think I'm going to part with that because that was pretty profound. I love it.